What's up, folks? Here we are back again. It's Lotto, week 13. It is 420. Couldn't have called that any better, trying to hit the Lotto, right? Uh, welcome to the uh, to the show. We're here Tuesday night. Let's see if we can get that. We should, we should keep that music on the whole background. Thanks, thanks, man. Got a new logo. I'm not sure if anybody's seen it yet. It's up on the Facebook group, but... Uh, our boy, our boy Rob put together a new logo for me, and I appreciate the hell out of that. So funny. Uh, I got two guests tonight. We're, we're bringing guys back. We're, we're bringing them back. Uh, my first guest is uh, is my cohort in crime when we are commentating for for our Formula One league that we do and uh, uh, coach with me and was on a few weeks ago and we had a good ch- chat and he wanted to come back and talk about a few things. He had a few topics that he thought were podcast worthy. So I said, let's do it. And, uh, and he's here tonight. Drico, welcome back. Hey, thank you. Thanks for having me. No problem, man. It's, it's, uh, it's going to be a, it's going to be a fun one. It's going to be right. a fun We've one. We've got a lot of things lining up tonight. I guess we do. I guess we do. And I, I, I guess I, I at some point, the perfect storm was going to have to happen anyway, and and uh, uh, I reached out. I figured I'm going to reach out to to the man who, again, once again, got us started in this, got me started in this, and uh, and was a great guest on the show before as well. And coming off of uh, now monthly, folks, now monthly podcast, the schedule is out. You guys are up in for some a treat now. Some regular content. It's all about the content. Goldie's back with us. Goldie, thanks for coming on, man. Not a problem at all. It's absolutely great to be back, and, and great to help out your, your little show to kind of move on to greater success. <laughs> I, did, I, I did notice your logo, I must say. It's beautiful. Uh, and, and to be honest with you, the minute I saw it, I said, I know he's done that. So, <laughs> is it just me? I'm having actually some trouble here. And, um, uh, yeah, you're a, little, you're, you're a little bit uh, light there, Goldie. I'm a little bit light. Yeah, yeah, you do sound a little bit muted. First time you've heard that in a while, I'm sure. Uh, not any better, folks. No. no. No, I don't think so. Right, Draco, you're hearing the same thing I'm hearing. Yeah. Can, 
active listener says Goldie needs to speak up, but I don't think it's speak up. I think there just might be a something there. But look, anyway, we'll, we'll you work on that and jump in whenever whenever you can. But uh, uh, I'm just gonna you know, get off, get started on my weekly thing. And uh, you guys, even though you're at a different level of this than I am, uh, you feel free to feel free to kick in because this isn't. Uh, uh, this isn't one of those controversial things we talked about, even though I was going to talk about, I think there was four mass shootings now in, in the States of 48 hours. And we're, we're about to get the Chauvin uh, uh, results of the Chauvin trial. So there, even though there's plenty of controversial shit to talk about, uh, I, I, I'm going to talk about, I had to go out, I went out last week and, uh, and I was doing some shopping and I saw reading glasses and I was like, son of a bitch, I think I have to do it. And I bought reading glasses. They're like those $3 specials from, from little. And they're, they're only like a really slight uh, magnification, like 1.0 or maybe 1.5 or something. But, uh, but I got them. <laughs> I got them and motherfucker, like they work. You know what I mean? Like you felt better. Like, like I know what, well, when I'm reading, there was, I, I, I was having trouble reading small print. Like I'm having, smaller print and i used to be very good my eyesight used to be amazingly good in fact like people are like, how did you see that like i don't know i saw it but now the small the small print and uh on the on the either on my laptop screen or if i'm, I'm reading something in a book or something and i was like jeez fuck i can't is it me or can i not see that word <laughs> like what the hell and now i can see it and now i can read it <laughs> so it just is official like you get that, that has got to be a sign that you're getting old when you have, you know, good eyesight for your whole life. And it's one of those things where you start to hear, you know, once you hit your 40s, <laughs> these are some of the things that start to go, you know. So you guys, I guess, only have to look forward to those kind of ills and, and issues. But, uh, but I don't know what's going to happen things. to me when I turn 40. Like, but I, even I, now, even to be fair, but Mike, sounds much better, by the way, Goldie. <laughs> But but the question to that I have to you that is, even now, take a decade, just take a decade away, so you're 10 years younger than you are now. And for Jerko, this is going to be a lot different even than for, for Goldie, and it's a lot different even for me, you know. Uh, but, um, you know, well, 10, acne. 10 years ago, you know, where you were and what you're doing and where you're at now. Like, Jerko, you're almost hitting your prime, like – Goldie, right. I'm sorry, but you're you're at your prime right now. This is your peak, kid. I'm <laughs> sorry, Goldie. I'm ever. sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. But what are some of the things like Goldie? Goldie, you, you are a good example. I mean, because you are in a different. You're a bit older than than Drico, but ten years ago, things that that you had no problem doing, or at least in your head. And and you're a dreamer. Like I know you a long time, and I know you're a dreamer. But you also, it's funny because you're the most realist dreamer that I know. You know, you're, you're, you're such a, a dichotomy in, in so many things. You know, you're, you're fearless yet. If there's something you, you're, I just ride the, that you have a, down the middle, you know? Yeah, yeah, you're a fearless guy. But if there's something that you fear that's kind of maybe even silly, I don't, I'm not silly, but like a, a rodent or something that you would be like, oh, I fucking hate spiders. Like, you're such a pussy about hating spiders, but you're a fearless dude. And it's the same here. Like, I know you're a dreamer, but you're also a realist. 10 years ago, what were some of the things you were doing? Not like physical, yeah. mental, even eyesight, hearing, no, things it, like that, that, that aren't as good now. We only talked about it this week. Like 10 years ago, you're in a very different place. Like I, I was, there was nothing. I was afraid of nothing. Do you know what I mean? 
And then as the years go by, you start realizing that, like, shit, I'm not willing to take that chance anymore. And you start to worry about because I suppose 10 years ago, you pretty much, for the most part, only had yourself to worry about. But now, you obviously, when you grow older, you have family and things like that. And you just you start to worry. And the prime example is, is the water slide, like as we talked about during the week. Like 10 years ago, I'd be, I'd be running up and down to the highest bloody slide and fucking going down, thinking it was great crack, trying to convince everyone else to go and nobody wanted to do it. Uh, but now I've become the person that doesn't want to do it. It scared the shit out of me. You know what I mean? And I, I did it. And I, I, like, I, the lads will tell you, I was, I was shaking the whole way going up. And I was just thinking about all the ways that this can go wrong. So it's definitely, I think that's a perfect example of it. But, the, you know, I guess the, the, uh, when you think about that, you were still at a young enough age. You were still at, the, at a fearless enough age to go all the way up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, you're like, it, okay, it, it, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to yeah. do it. I'm going to do it. You got to the top of the fucking thing. And then you're like, no, no, I'm going down. <laughs> yeah, no, but I actually did it then. But like, yeah. I suppose, in, you know, if that's what I'm doing now, maybe in, in, in another year, two years, I'm not even going to take those first steps. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. You guys go yeah. ahead. Yeah. You, you guys, oh, look. Hold on a I, second. I'll take a photograph of you coming down, you know. But um, what you, you said. <laughs> yeah, well, no, that's where I'm at now. Yeah, that's why that's why I'm in the group that I hang out with. <laughs> yeah, and when did you start to that. notice this like <laughs> i would say it's been about two years i'd say it's really? been about two years and you've been kind of putting it off and cutting and it been, for a while i've been putting it off i've been putting it off and i uh, before we before we move in move move on any further uh he, he's coming back again. I mean, another blast from the past that I just have to had to bring on. Like, if he's going to call in, uh, and I think I hope this is who I think it is. But uh, from all the way from episode one, <laughs> number one, Aiden's in the house again. Are you here with us, Aiden? I am your resident oh, wow. cooker and, <laughs> and electrician. To and my gosh, <laughs> we got we got and, we got pilot. Pilot. <laughs> I literally have the three amigos on with me tonight. So I, that's, wow. that's, and me just keeping the show on the rails. But welcome, Aiden. Uh, I don't know if you're paying attention or listening in, but uh, we're just actually just talking about getting old and uh, for, you know, talking about physical things that we wouldn't have done. We would have done, you know, a decade ago, but, but now things are different. But I think, again, you're right, Goldie. I think even along those lines, like, think like you were saying you know you're doing it for yourself as opposed to things being different now but and and that's even it's even you know it's even almost deeper than that too at some stage because then it's also this kind of for me for me it's this constant sort of battle of wills that go that i go through you know what i mean like like why am i playing video games four nights a week <laughs> you know what i mean like well, like 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 i don't, don't you know obviously there's we talk about covid we talk about pandemics we talk about these things but the the you know the irony there is that is that like my my wife and i have more of a chance than ever and we do to have communications and things that we we were our kids we were, talked about everything you know what i mean we just talked about do this to that do this do that let's talk about everything and and again you know i'm sure this is a bit true for you goalie because of the age purely because of the age and then for you other guys because a decade ago things were very different for you to for you youngest guys but like like you feel you have the opportunity but there's this will like i gotta be me like i gotta hang out with my boys i gotta do this i gotta so there is that sort of you're clinging you know, on to your youth as well in, in some respects you're fighting you, you, it you know 
Yeah, and and are you clinging? Is it a clinging onto your youth? Is it, is it all is it all related? Maybe those things aren't even related. Maybe, but I think just you know buying the glasses has me thinking about that over the last you know few days. You know what I mean? Like like are you continually? But what do you? What would I do to change it? Nothing. But is it just? Is that just a natural thing? Is that is that a man yes, thing? I think. I think. Is that a man thing? It definitely is. Do you know what I mean? Like we. Yeah. You know, women tend to kind of mature a lot faster than guys. Do you know what I mean? And we we're stubborn. We don't want to let go of the glory days. Do you know what I mean? So we hang on to it, and if that just gets gradually sadder, you know, how, your definition of holding on to it just gets sadder the older you get. It's just because because it just becomes an excuse to hang out. But we've we've graduated to video games now, and and that's how we do it. And yeah, it, it is a bit sad and it's pathetic, but that's just normal. Do you know what I mean? We all we all got to do it. And is it because, you know, like you said, is it because, you know, we're men, so we're more like dogs, you know what I mean? We're, oh, there's a ball, and you go after the ball, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you, our, our brains, so it's easy for our brains to just say, say, okay, well, my, my vision of greatness is now I'm just going to shrink it down, and I'm just going to be great at playing video game golf. <laughs> yeah. You, you know what I mean? To, you have to yeah, and then you lose it at that to a kid, you know what I mean? They're like, <laughs> But that's you what know, we do. We, we cling to those to things, right? You there. I'm I'm the complete opposite at the moment. Oh, Jesus, he's from definitely from Cork, isn't he? With that fuck. Yeah. <laughs> You're from the Rebel <laughs> County, aren't you? Man? I know. Yeah, I'm picking it up first. I'm actually finding myself right. more challenging, like challenging myself more and taking a bit more risks now than I ever have done before, and with a goal of being better in the future and not really clinging on to the past. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, but we all remember this, and it's not exactly, but but generally, I'm two decades above. I mean, and we can put it out there for our listeners. But generally, I'm the the generational thing would be me, and then Goldie, and then you, and, and Drico are in that same. Yeah. So so you should be reaching your prime. Right. No offense. Yeah, you're you're just getting no, to that stage now. No. And and yeah. and you're a bit of a late bloomer as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You lived in a bit of a bubble for a while, and then you got to see the world. So. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I yeah. think you're, you're right at the stage now where you should be doing that stuff. Yeah, but then were you like 10 years ago, were you thinking of the future more in your 30s than you are now in your mid-30s? Late 30s? Now I think about the past. Exactly. Whereas, again, and is that, that that's my issue completely, 100%. Whereas, you know, my my partner and my wife thinks is thinking about the future. You know what I mean? And she's yeah. like, well, you need to prepare yourself by like, you know, taking these vitamins now daily, you know, losing the weight, doing this, eating better, doing this, doing that, doing like all of those adult things that, that she's actually paying attention to, which yeah. makes her even more pissed off at me because I'm looking backwards. You know what I mean? Because I'm trying to look backwards at what stage you just got to turn around and be like. You, you could do you both. never fully okay. turn. I don't think you ever yeah. fully ha- turn. If you if you fully turn, then you may as well just, you know, pop your clogs. Do you know what I mean? You got to keep <laughs> living life. But it's it's just it's strange. We just we just look backward and we don't want to look forward at all at that stage because the forward is just bleak. Do you know? Jeez, yeah, but I, again, Drico, I think you, you Drico, you got to be looking forward. Like you have to be in that same right, Aiden, right? You you right. looking? Well, I, I'm a little bit know. younger than Aiden. Uh, yeah. So it's all about the future for me. Like, how much younger, Jerko? Uh, well, I'm. Tw- I think it's a year. 
Oh. Maybe two. <laughs> okay, well, that's not going to make much of a difference, though. <laughs> I mean, a year. I mean, it makes, makes a little bit of a difference. But, but the, yeah, but you're, again, you're kind of a different... It makes less of a difference every year that passes. Right. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, totally, totally. You totally, kind of totally. matured a lot quicker. I, I think with, with your life experiences, you kind of matured a lot quicker. So you might be younger than by age, but you're probably just a little bit ahead of them in the sense of where you're at with your life. Do you know what I mean? I think, yeah. Uh, I, I, think I, that, I don't that, know. <laughs> well, look, hopefully it makes you think. But, Ho- hopefully it just makes you think of something. You know what I mean? Hopefully, hopefully you, you're thinking of something. But yeah, you. I think, again, I think it's... it's. I mean, it's age, it's activity-driven. But for you, Goldie, you're an active dude. Like, you're a very active young guy you know what i mean and you you so that activity i was too when i was when i was that young but i think when you the further away you get from it the more realization you kind of have you know for me eyeglasses was the last thing you know what i mean for you it was go is it going up a fucking water slide you know what i mean what is it that's not the end for you you're still gonna you're still gonna yeah i'm still gonna i'm gonna hold on tighter than probably most do you know what i mean like i will i'll hold on tighter but you got to think of it that you know we have to pay for the shit we do. Do you know what I mean? And we're, we're, we're at the stage of our lives now where we're, we're paying for what we we're do paying for it. And we're paying for the good times. Do you know what I mean? And all yep. we can do is reflect on them. So, you know, uh, hold on. I guess, I guess are the you worse saying, you get, are you, you probably saying that... can realize the better you had your youth was. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. a measure of how fucking old does this guy get? Jesus, he must have had a great youth. Uh, Goldie, <laughs> that sounds like you're almost like you think what's happening now is like a punishment for enjoying yourself when you're younger it's not a necessarily a punishment it's just well you said you're things. paying for it well yeah but we I, are i mean I'm hard living to, i'm trying to break it down into something that's very simple like do you know what i mean to, as a, an illustration well but, i mean you can I, I, just to back just about again being the old guy to back goldie up on that you know there are way in many ways where where I remember again coming playing football or wrestling. I think it was football, and I I I was out in the back of my house at thirteen or fourteen years old with ice packs on my shoulder and on my knees and on my ankles. And my mother saying to me, "By the time you're thirty, you're not going to be able to walk." And I'm saying, "Fuck off! What are you talking about? The fuck are you talking about?" And I know that because of a sport and athletics now, they have a direct impact on on you know aches pains regular aches and pains that are going on now because of the damage you did to your body when you were younger concussions that i definitely knew that i had when i was a kid and memory loss and things like i know it, there, there is an effect it is a cause and effect so to back goldie up on that there totally is a cause in my opinion i agree that there totally is a cause and effect but things you do when you're younger you're going to pay for when you're older if you're cheeky it's it's you got if but it's that's the question do you just live life as a chancer like going back to the irish thing you know you live life as a chancer and you just go for it when you're young that's what that's what's so great about you think about the irish like you guys travel the fucking world when you're young look at what you did drico look where you went you know what i mean right. so so you are going to pay for that you're going to pay for that when you get older, but it might not be in, you just don't know how you're going to pay for it. It's just right. in different ways where you're going to look back and be like, oh, that's because I played football. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think. Oh, well, well we're all going to pay for playing football. Well, yeah. You know I mean? There's no yeah. doubt about that. Yeah. Like if you decide that you're going to play, have a safe life and not experience things and try new things and take risks and have fun, is that life even worth living? Just to be healthier in your older years. You well, know, just to come at it from a different angle, how does all that stuff impact 
for example, you whether you want to go on a water slide or not. Because I don't want to die. I, I, want, to, I don't yeah. want to live for as long as yeah. I can. I'm not going on that water slide because I'm not risking something happening. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, no, I just don't trust it. It's out of my control. But once I fucking got, like, the size of me going down the slide, once I start, there's no fucking stopping. And that's out of my control then, and I don't like it. <laughs> I mean, I, it's, it's, it's the fear factor, you know? It's, when you get older, you have different things to, you know, when you're younger... You know, I can remember saying when I was young, you know, what like, could you imagine that being written in the papers if that's the way you went out? What a way yeah. to go out. Like, you talk about skydiving, oh, you yeah, talk about guys, like zip lines, you talk about all these crazy different things that people do. When you're younger, you're like, I'll go do that. I would do that. Yeah. Whether you did or not, I would do that because I was always like, could you imagine that's, that's your obituary? <laughs> you know, John Romanowski dies and, by, by da you know, dancing on, with lions. You know what I mean? On reflection, <laughs> it would be pretty cool. But I wouldn't want to be fucking eaten by lions. No, no, that I know, would be I fucking know. painful. I know, know but I mean? now... And while it would be amazing for you, for you and I understand... When I was 20, I'm saying now I'm preservationist. Now, I'm too, I, I'm, now it's about preservation. Yeah. Now. Elizabeth Betty Boop there, welcome, says, youth is wasted on the young, and it's never a truer word was said. Do you know? Youth is wasted on the young, but... Yeah, <laughs> this uh, this slide conversation is the reason I jumped on tonight. Just to hear, I would love to go back and relive that moment. Walking over, oh Christ! I you never can, you have it in your so psyche, hard you have it in, in your my memory. life. You have Say that again. Though. You have the memory of it. Do you know what I mean? And hopefully, you, your memory stays somewhat intact. Or if it's not, you get a glimpse every now and again of what a couple of these moments, and you you can relive it that way. Do you know? No, I remember being quarter if not a half of the ways up and you were like no i'm done no this is this is crazy like there's there's no safety here everyone's cramped together this is this is madness <laughs> and we were like no no come on you're, you're coming you're coming you're coming and then um i i can't say his name but you know who i'm talking about said well if you really don't want to do it let's come back down together and you turned around and there was just a lot of like nine-year-old kids behind you. <laughs> that fuck, I walk through that. But, and by the way, without saying anything, he was another, he was the, the oldest guy in that group at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I probably so, just wanted, know. was praying, was probably praying that I said, yeah, let's go, because that was his out there. He know? was, he was. Oh, <laughs> and no. then you were like making sure you were going for the, the slide that was fully enclosed. Which actually happened to be the more uh, steep one, I think. I think the, the was it the red one you went down because it was enclosed, yeah. but it was actually the faster <sighs> and the, the steepest. Yeah, uh, the, and that, yeah. that scared the shit out of me. But the funny thing here is, and it's a prime example as well. Like I'm here listening to you tell me the story of this the water park, and I'm thinking I was at a water park with a bunch of lads when I was like. <laughs> 36 like that's fucking pathetic like do you know what I mean? that's that's actually fucking really pathetic that's that was the start of me getting old when i went on a holiday with a bunch of lads and went to a fucking water park do you know what i mean it's like fuck me it's, <laughs> i look it's it's you know it's true like it's true the, the, another thing that got me talking thinking about getting old and age was was uh um so i i was i'm in this uh there's all these apps, right? There's all these fucking apps. There's all these different ways to communicate with people. And there's all these groups now and all these apps. Like now it's so bad. Like, and, and, and the funny thing is like the more we're in a pandemic and we should be not even, we should take the phone, like 
there shouldn't be all the you don't no reason to be there. Now there's all these apps, right? And it fucking pisses me off. And and as we know, we're you know I'm in this app called Discord, right? And Discord is a is a gamers app. So like when you're in a group with other gamers in those things, like you talk. It's it's an app for that group. So I so in this group that I'm in, um, I got frustrated in this group that I'm in because the the opponents in this in this group opponents were our kids and you don't realize that because you don't see them you know so oh, one no. of them one of them actually said to me wrote to me don't at me bro <laughs> that's what he wrote to me and you know oh, i mean no. i think that's the thing like i th- i think that's the, the it, it all feeds into the same issues like i was fuming but then I, I think you just said that to, to sound cool. I was fuming, but then I thought about it for a second. And because I mean, it, and it was one of those things where it was frustration over how these things, how things were being, were being said to each other, how communication sort of apps for communication. And, you know, and again, I'm the worst one sometimes to be talking about yeah, but have you just communication, but what was have going on was the, 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 this fella, it was like, okay, let's schedule something. We have a whole week. Here, one person. Here are my available dates. This person. Okay, I'm not good on that day. What about the next day? Well, I'm not good on that day. Well, why don't you say what days you're good? And so that's what I said. This, if so, it was very simple. And I was like, and, and he was told me, don't at me, bro. And he, and he was very aggressive towards me. And Dricko's in that group, too. And he, he saw it. He's, he was very – and another oh, and another guy on the team was very aggressive towards me, too. And then – Another guy kind of told like an inside joke that only that team understood, and I had no idea who what he was talking about. Neither did anybody in our group, and it was like, but but the funny thing was, within five minutes, all of the things that I was trying to get accomplished were accomplished in the group. Like I, I was trying to get them to schedule this stuff, nobody was scheduling it the right way. I said something, they yelled at me. Five minutes later, those same guys had their had all of their things. You know, scheduled and accomplished. I know, but have, so like, I won. So the the, the reality is, I kind of won, won that. And but, you're but such that a child, and that's amazing. Like <laughs> you literally, when you listen back to this show tomorrow, you're gonna be cringing. No, I'm not cringing. Listen, no, I'm not. Cr- no, I don't mean. I'm not, you, I don't mean. I won in that. In his mid forties, right? Who late, is, late, late, late forties. I'm trying to be nice. Late forties. <laughs> who is on a Discord for gamers? So you're officially a gamer and a streamer, right? And you're but I'm officially with, an asshole. That's the problem. You're, argue, That's, you're arguing with kids. I, you know I know, but I didn't oh, about but, a computer game. It's fucking brilliant. But, but it, it, the, the, you're right. But that was the straw. If that, that was, I mean, I didn't actually do any arguing. I was just like, look, I'm just trying to help. It's all I wrote. I, so I, look, I'm just I trying know. to help. You know what I mean? Just, you're hanging with the cool kids. But, you know what I mean? And and I'm done do. with it. But I'm done with it. Like I'm done with it. I'm done with it. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That was this, that was all in the span of this week. I, you know, I'm buying reading glasses because I can't see anymore. You know, the fearlessness. You know, I'm still just like we just got done talking about. We men, we just look past. You know, and and the, the our partners and our wives, they they they're looking forward. They're looking to the future. You know, so we have to. At the what point do you stop? You got to turn around. But this was part of it. Like it was all part of it. I'm a, I'm a 49 year old man. Will be this year. That had you're right. Had, a, had an argument in a in an app for gamers about a video game. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're right. You're right. 
but listen, it is pathetic. But you know what? It's keeping you happy and it's keeping you sane and <laughs> whatever. So let's, you know, we we just got to do what we got to do. It's anyway, yeah, that that's the rant. We the, that was far too long of the the original talk. But the reason that that Drico uh, is on tonight, and and it's a, a little bit above my head. So so I'm gonna have to. He's gonna have to uh, sort of fill us in on things. But but essentially, he wants to talk about. Um, What's the word there, Drico? That we that, that heuristics. That's it. Heuristics. So we want to talk about heuristics oh, and ultimately biased biased decision making versus yeah. cognitive things. And 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 um and he's been he studies up on it. And you know he thought it would be a good topic to discuss. And I agree. I think yeah, it would be I, good. I now aware. again, Drico. I was aware. I, I asked. I, I asked during the week what the topics were, or did I need to bring something? Mm-hmm. And, and Drico just told me that, you know, don't worry, there will be topics there to keep you going or something or that you'll be interested in. Uh, so, yeah, heuristics is interesting because obviously it'd be... Uh, <laughs> I, I obviously studied it in college. But what, what's, oh, your, what's your interest on it? Or what's, so, your, what's it, your angle? So uh, I, I, would, uh, I would, I guess, classify myself as an as like extreme enthusiast into the area. Um and I guess where it kind of started off was because, as as you guys know, I I studied economics in college, yeah. and um, where one of the uh, I guess one of the major criticisms of economics has always been that it just assumes that people think rationally and act in their own uh, self interest to the like maximum degree, and the same with finance. People make these like perfectly rational decisions. And I, I started reading this uh, book by uh, a guy called uh, Kahneman, and and he's Daniel sent, Kahneman, isn't it? That's that's the that's yeah. the guy. Yeah. Um, and um, he he's essentially he's a he's an Israeli psychologist who won the Nobel Prize in economics, uh, by proving how wrong they were essentially, mm-hmm. and um, the way the way it kind of works is that um, for for the most part, for ninety nine percent of the time we're very kind of like we think very intuitively and we develop these shortcuts uh, in our mind to come to like basically complex decision making very very quickly and most Based of the time our experiences uh yeah but also there there's there is, there is based on experiences but there is some like uh um intuition involved as well there's some shortcuts that we make mm-hmm. um and like w- one example of that is uh, if I ask somebody what's two plus two, they don't have to calculate two plus two. Four is in their mind already. But mm-hmm. um, then you've got. But then you've also got the the executive function, and that is essentially if I ask somebody what's seventeen times twenty five or something like that, the intuitive system knows. Okay, I don't fucking know the answer to that. Um, where and that's where the executive function. Uh, takes over and and where where the, the where it gets really really interesting is that um most people the vast majority of people uh perceive that that executive function is in control of their top processes most of the time when it's really the other way around um yeah. and like and this, this they, is the topic you brought to the show yes okay um like and i I, I, I fully get what you're saying, but isn't it something that is kind of fairly obvious that we make decisions based on our environment, based on 
the information we have and our experiences like what there's nothing really new there it's 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 more uh, no it it, there's, there's a lot of decision making uh knowing that that exists but there's nothing wrong with it existing it's just the way it is so um i would say that it's not obvious and that the mistakes that come from these biases uh have been surprising people for a couple of generations now actually uh and that um um i would agree that the the fact that we use this system is an overall net good like we we wouldn't be able to get up out of bed in the morning if every decision we made was done using the system that goes what 17 times 25 um but um there are there are mistakes that humans make in different areas over and over and over and over again um because they uh I guess they're not thinking rationally uh, and that by knowing about it um you can obviously you can't you can't become to, to give a real sure. world example there Drico and correct me if I'm wrong right but if if I say for example was to see on the news that there was a plane crash and right a couple of weeks later I was to see that there was another plane crash and that's happened there was a year there a couple of years ago where I thought you know planes are coming down the whole time and that would obviously then make your decision to fly you might decide not to fly based right. on maybe right. three plane crashes, even though millions or thousands right. have landed. So you're basing your decision on what you've just heard in the news or what's in the environment right. at the moment. Yeah, and that's that's perfectly normal. It, uh, it's perfectly normal. It's it's oh it's it's like ultimately human, um, but it can lead to uh, uh, bad decision making in in high so stakes moments. So what's your plan to correct this? I mean, the only plan to correct it is to be aware of it and and try to uh, try to understand what types of mistakes that you're you're prone to making and and not make them. For example, we know that the, the, just to use your example, we know that uh, when we have very vivid images of uh, of plane crashes and it's been recent, we we're we're more likely to overestimate the uh, the likelihood of a plane crashing. But yes, like we also we 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 do have that executive function that can override it if when we choose it to and can say okay hold on a second the statistics are still extremely low i am still going to get on that flight even though emotionally i feel like there's a, a higher chance it can crash yeah and that's that kind of goes to my point the benefit of actually knowing this exists will will help you make a more balanced decision so right. it's definitely good for people who are in professions that need to make balanced decision decisions well, everyone needs to make balanced decisions. Yeah, but some are more severe than others, I think. Rombo Clan, do you have any insight into this at all? Or Well, yeah, I mean, I, in a way, because I think I, I took it a bit even differently than that, where what was not differently, but um, in that this can also lead to, because, because well, essentially what, Drico, what you're saying is that we like to think that we think things through. We right. like to think that we 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 use those historical uh, situations that we may have read about, seen, talked about, listened to. Maybe we didn't. Even, maybe it was completely by osmosis, especially today, to, in today's day and age with social media, when these things are literally there, there's cases about them and there, there's proof, proven things like election tamperings and all these things that are going on. You know that we like to think that we think these things through. And we like to think that that, but the facts are what you're saying is that the reality of it is is that we don't as much as we we make right. these, these mistakes. Much. 
So my thought about it was even the other way. It was, was on a mass scale in that is there some kind of where, – where do people – is there a, a link to intelligence? I, and I don't know. I'm just saying is there a link to – because – or well, is there a link to something? Because does this not lead to – is this, is this decision-making – so, so this is known. This is the thing. Like you're right, Goldie. You're right. We know this, okay. But, but what's what what's being done is that these heuristics are being used by marketing companies and by political groups and by you know advertisements to put those decision making things into your brain, like a plane crashing, like. Uh, what, what's about to go on now? What that you know with whether this cop was guilty of, of killing this black man? As we speak, you know, like these things, are they now? Are they being done less and less? Are are are, are companies taking advantage and, and people and governments taking advantage of this to throw these things into our brain to make these decisions to make us believe even more fervently that say like on the right that Donald Trump didn't lose an election. How did that go? How how like there were people there that that were actually some, some oddly enough some upstanding kind of people that were in this group. You know what I mean? That stormed the right. capital that the they're looking for. Folks. You know, did they make those decisions because that they were influenced because uh, that um, especially in America where it's capitalistic and that's what what pays for it all is these big businesses because they're. They're not. They're not even thinking about that. That decision-making part of their brain doesn't even work anymore. Doesn't even work, or not work as well because right. we've been we've been trained over recent history yeah, to but, but to listen to what other people are telling us, and the decisions we make are based on that rather than making decisions based on our own thought processes of a situation. But that started like decades and decades ago you know the most fundamental advertising is kind of playing into that as well and then you know you had i think wasn't it the 50s all these mad adverts and uh you're right you're right but you you yourselves talked you're right but you yourselves talked about on your podcast last night that they are they have come up with a method to now put advertising specifically anchored to you to you as an individual into old movies and new movies to come. So, yeah. you, so no, in in no way, shape, or form can you equate, you know, the the U.S. Army or the German Army dropping leaflets from the fucking plane to what's going on now. Yeah, but it's as the far same, as those decision making. Yeah, no, it's obviously escalated, but it's the same <laughs> yeah, it's escalated to a level where we become right. We become but dumber as, as a species. Yeah, but you touched on that, and it is about education. You know, there are some people that we will be aware of it and comment on it. And it's probably still will affect them anyway, but they'll have the foresight to realize what's happening to them. But then you'll have the people who aren't as much, you know, aren't as educated, just continuing on in bliss and being a hundred percent kind of manipulated by these people or led to make some decisions. A huge part of it as well is uh, this kind of self-will, because even like we're still, you, you might know about these things. You might know that the more, a, a vivid description of something that's recent. Is going to have a bigger effect on your thinking than statistics, but it takes a lot of willpower to be to to um, to, to to make it more of the time that you're using this exec- that you're using the rational part of your brain to say no, that's wrong. That like 
these statistics, this study uh, that I actually had to spend time looking up to refute what I've seen here says that rationally this is wrong. So like a, a huge part of it is, is willpower too. Yeah, but and as willpower goes down will until you have the education and, and you're aware of what's happening well i mean will, will, having willpower yourself that that can be uh i guess trained uh independent of no, but you're you're right you have to know about it to combat it in the first place yeah for sure um one example uh one and, and to me this is actually a great example of how it doesn't matter how how smart uh top of your field you are um, was in the example, it's called loss aversion. And uh, where loss aversion is interesting is it doesn't mean that you reverse the loss. What it means is that you hate, lo- you hate a loss more than you more enjoy than a game. And um, where this kind of came in, where this gets really interesting for me is there was a study done on uh, a golf course uh, in, the, in, the, uh, in the majors. It was... Uh, Per, what's it? Peril something. Pe- Pebble Beach. Pebble Beach. Pebble Beach. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. Uh, because on the second hole in, uh, and I think it was in t- the year two thousand, the second hole was a very short par four, and then uh, ten years later, they uh, they kept the hole the exact same, the exact same, but they made it a long par five. Or sorry. Wait, it was a par short five par, par five by four. It, yeah, they the made other it way around. Right, yeah. It was sorry. a par five. They made it a par four. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My bad. My bad. Yep. yep no, totally. Um, Which would make sense. Right. And what they found was that without changing anything else, uh, that the average stroke on that uh, on that hole went down uh, by about zero point three, which doesn't sound like much, but is a lot, and that. The, the, that change and nowhere near that magnitude like the, the the changes on the other holes were like minuscule they basically it wasn't like this is just a general golf improvement it so was what just you're saying like, is that people realized they had they they had this extra shot uh, no in 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 the 2000 in the earlier one and that they played it safe because they didn't want to they they were trying to avoid a bogey more than they were trying to yeah, yeah. uh Birdie. get bird get a birdie and yeah. if if you listen if you listen to like different interviews of golfers and stuff like that um tiger wood said the mentality of these shots trying to avoid a bogey was just like a much more stressful situation than uh, uh than trying to to, to make a uh, trying to make a, a a birdie that could turn into a par and so like that but just by changing nothing at all, they played better golf. Mm-hmm. And these are professional golf players. These are like the best, the, 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 what is a hundred best golf players in the world. And they do nothing but pay, play golf. And they made irrational decisions, like demonstrably irrational decisions. Yeah, but it's crazy, what, huh? it's, it is crazy, but it's what makes us human, isn't it? Like, it, really it, it is what makes a human, but like, I'm not saying that people are shit. I'm saying that these are like these are things are are developed over time to help us, but you got to be careful because like you'll make you can make bad decisions uh, yeah. consistently if you're not aware of it. Um, like it's it's like one example is there there are studies that like if you if you're 
somebody and you've got a stock account and you check the market every day, like in the short term, the markets go, go up, they'll go down, they'll go up, they'll go down. But particularly in, in the US, which is where most uh, stocks are, over time, over let's say a 10 year period, it will go up. But if you are someone who checks it every day, you're 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 at those down days, and there will you're be down days. You're in a roller coaster of emotion. They'll hurt so much more. You'll actually feel worse. Uh, but just go on the law of averages, even though it's going up. I think and, I think the way you have to live life, Draco, is when you get to your deathbed and you're sitting there, or lying there, or whatever way you are, and you think to yourself, you ask yourself the question. Did I use I my executive function? <laughs> yeah, no, no. But do I have any regrets? Do I wish I should have done this or could have done that? And, it, it, you know, you need to avoid that. Or certainly reduce the number of things that you're, you're regretting or wishing you should have done. So just live life to the max. And, you know... Is that, that's kind of being loss averse as well, though. Times to follow, yeah, but there's times to follow your, your instincts and there's times to, to take... Like you just said, you should live your life so that you can avoid regret. Yes. So that 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 essentially that is a right. loss aversion. Um. So uh, that was uh, that was me. one of my. Drinker, you got me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this is a very heavy show. It's a very heavy show. What else <laughs> have you got for us? What What were you gonna say? It's a heavy one. It's a heavy one tonight. It's a heavy one tonight. But that again, again, I, I just this. I just have this real quick on on this, and then we'll, we'll get into it because it actually is. We're forty five minutes in anyway. That was that was a good one. But um, I again, my thought process about this. I thought more about how it becomes a if if, if that becomes groupthink. If those decisions, that heuristic decision making, and it is like it, it, you have to take data over a group of people. You know, I think about. The, you, as, Jico, you turned me on to that uh, to that daily email thing that comes through from Numlock, and 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 one of the, one of the ones that came through was kind of shocking to me. Was that I don't know if you guys know, but in America, in the states, there was a there's a huge battle going on about uh, ga- natural gas pipelines coming through Native American land. I don't know if you guys have seen that. I can't. The name of it escapes me. No. But there was a, a battle and the Keystone. And, the Keystone Pipeline. There you go, and it's coming from Canada, and you know it's it, you know even Obama at first said yes, then said no, and then and then and then Trump when Trump came in, he said go ahead, we're moving forward with this, and now it's yes and no, and yes and no, and no, it's all the good thing, you know. But when I read I read an article in there that was talking about how the uh, the the Energy Regulatory Commission actually the the the, the actual laws for putting in a pipeline are so lax that over the past 20 years, they've put in 475 natural gas pipelines and only two of them have been rejected. So, the, so, so there's still, there, there's plenty of gas still piping through and coming down. There's only two right, that have yeah. ever been rejected. And that's because, literally because the, the rules are, are up to, to put in a pipeline are so they don't they don't talk about what it does to they don't impact the the community they don't impact studies they don't do these impact like you were talking about Drico when you're on before about you know gun control data collecting they don't take any of that data you know what I mean so they right. it's a win-win situation for them because they don't care it's all about money but again how th- that is a hot that's like a hot button topic 
in a country, a political topic in the country, when the reality you can of get people the passionate about it. Passionate. You you saw it when you were there, Draco. Passionate, passionate right. about it. And I know it's that this one pipeline is worth billions, and I know, but like if you think about it, billions in the state of the, the actual numbers say something completely different. You know what I mean? They say something completely different. Right. They're still it's a it's a hoodwink. So don't think that the fucking Democrats are fucking any better. Because it's a hoodwink situation. Right. They're going to get their natural gas from Canada. It's going to go through somebody's fucking backyard at some stage if that's what they're going to do. And you've all been hoodwinked by this Keystone Pipeline, which is a good thing. You should be fighting for it. But you should be fighting for 475 more that are, right. <laughs> that are already there. But anyway, we'll get so, off. We, so, go ahead, Drico. That's actually, I think that's a good, the, it's a, a good uh, example of the availability heuristic. And what what that essentially means is that the easier that we make the easier you can recall something or another way of putting it, the more vivid your memory of something means that you assign a higher uh, percentage chance of it um, and i guess one example of that is just to, to, to i guess use a, a dry example is that um people were asked um is there more is is there more letters with K at the at the first word in a standard uh, in a standard <laughs> text, or is there more words with K as the third letter? And just most people say most people say K because they can think of words beginning with K easier. But the answer is the, is if it's the third letter. Um, and the uh, I guess one uh, one example that that kind of like struck me was that it's back in 1991 in uh, all, all over the US there was a huge AIDS uh, um, epidemic and in in Dallas um, they, they had all these like, well all over the country but like in, in the stories in Dallas all, uh, they were they were trying to provide all this like information like how to avoid it the precautions you take they're given the statistics they're doing all this stuff. And did people pay attention? No, they didn't. Uh, and then one story came out, and it was like a, basically a, an anonymous woman who titled as CJ, who said that she uh, she got AIDS from a bisexual man, and that uh, he took away her dreams of having children, of having a family and children, and that as her revenge, she was going to. Uh, sleep with as many men as she could and she was doing it four times a week and to infect them all with AIDS and uh, and basically because a man infected her she was going to infect everyone that she could and like it's funny but the the upshot of it was that today's podcast is brought to you by <laughs> the letter K <laughs> brilliant one Major Jam brilliant one oh, um but, but people, what, but because what, they what, had this what, very... How did Dallas react to this? Um, because they had this really vivid image of somebody out there trying to infect them with AIDS, they started using condoms. They started calling hotlines. How do I avoid AIDS? They started avoid, uh, attending seminars. And like the, the people that put on these things, we've never had this much attention in years. Even <laughs> though AIDS they is had actually all a problem. These... <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh gosh, that's so funny, isn't it? So funny. <laughs> All right, well, look. But of course, you're gonna you're gonna go with your instincts on that one. 
So I got so, so we're, we're we got a few more minutes left here, and uh, I got a few a few other topics just to bring up because I got you know uh, active listener. Ian's already shut down, but but um, so so I I got a good, <laughs> I got a good one where a guy in Austria was arrested. Twenty two year old man in Austria was arrested last year. This was, and he was fined five hundred euros for farting on a police officer, and he argued in court. <laughs> This fart actually falls under the freedom of expression in Austria. Actually, <laughs> falls under the rules of freedom of expression in Austria, and that his fart is protected speech <laughs> under the laws of Austria. So, so, so farting is it? Is it free speech? Is farting free speech? And has just before you don't have to say it, but is there is there a verdict on it yet? There, there is. Or there is indeed. Yeah, there is indeed. There I'll is a tell verdict. You that yeah, okay. later. Yeah, what I would say is that like. It's it is protected, but in in limited circumstances, and I, I I don't want to beat the same drum all the time, but like your freedom of expression is being able to tell somebody to fuck off, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's a freedom. It, if you do it in a certain manner, you're 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 stepping over a line, and you could be arrested for it. Okay. So the, 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 what manner, what manners I'll tell you, exactly. Well, well, I'll, I'll actually tell you the exact manner of this. And then you can, that that can help you make your, your, your decision, your heuristic decision making. But the ordeal yeah. began and on June 5th, when the farting man named Mr. AB in the document was hanging out with friends at a park where a group of police officers approached them during a routine identity check. That's when things got windy. When he released the intestinal gas, the complainant was sitting on a park bench, the document reads. He then lifted his buttocks and tensed up a little before letting the intestinal gas escape. The complainant's friends laughed at the intestinal gas, and witness F made a joke, the document continues, due to the resulting entertainment from said intestinal gas. The defendant grinned at the officers. So in court, the man argued that the fart was not intentional and that even if it was, it would still under fall under his fundamental right for freedom of expression. So that's exactly what happened. Is he guilty? Yeah. Uh, he's pleaded guilty? <laughs> no, he's asking you. No, I'm asking you, oh, was, he, was he guilty? It's, yeah, like, I, I think there's definitely an argument that he was. And I, I would say yes, because, it, you know, it's if it was threatening or insulting or any kind of like, wait hold on behavior <laughs> at all freedom of speech is freedom <laughs> to insult but it's and but he it's did not, not threaten him yes it is you can't in, insult yes you can freedom in, of speech in, is freedom to insult yeah but but if you do that in a public place or whatever you you can be prosecuted for it so there are. He farted. He farted. In, in oh, Irish. But he farted. Yeah, he wait, farted. Wait, let's go so, back. Let's go back here it, and see what he, what he did. Was he lifted his butt, his cheek? If you're a cop, just in, in, just I'll, I'll say this. I mean, maybe things that you, you don't fuck around in Austria. Maybe that's the deal. Like you don't fuck around in Austria. But I can tell you, in Ireland, yeah, I've seen in Ireland, I've seen kids say tell cops that they're fucking pigs to their faces and. And <laughs> the the guards here in Ireland have just heard it so much, and they know what the out outcome is going to be if they do something that they just they, they let it wash off like water off a duck's back you know what i mean where in austria this kid lifted his butt cheek he let out a fart and he was signed he was cited for 500 quid because he did that in austria like could you get away with that would could you, in ireland could you get away with 
writing a citation. But it, it depends. It, I think it depends on again who you meet and what the circumstances are and things like that. And to be honest with you, in this situation, I think it was definitely intentional and disrespectful. And you know, you know, if you got to go, you got to go. But you don't make you don't make it into a scene. And I think if I was a judge in this case, I would find him guilty, but I'd leave him without a conviction and I'd make him pay a hundred euro to a charity or something. Do you know what I mean? So he's left without no record, but he knows that what he did and he knows in his heart and soul what he did was was disrespectful. What do you think, Jacob? And that's it. So I think that you have to be an idiot to fart at a cup. Like, I think that makes you, like, a stupid person. Like, you shouldn't do that. Because, like, you're just taking the situation out of your control at that point. Like, who knows what happens next? But I think that he probably has a point that it's freedom of expression. He's telling him in a very lewd way what he thinks of him. But there's no threat involved. It's not like there's going to be violence against that person. It is insulting. But, uh... I guess it, it depends on what, what is covered under freedom of speech for you, but in my opinion, uh, freedom of speech does include insults. So it's what a, would your verdict be? And it, yeah, what would oh, you... I, I, I would say, yeah, he, he, innocent. Or not guilty, I should say. Well, so even Betty Boop says is it the same as, as giving him the finger. Well, again, that's is that the that's the fundamental question. Is is is, is almost getting your pants? Is putting a brown stain in your underwear the same as giving <laughs> giving somebody the finger? You know, you're right, you're right. I, and here we go. So unfortunately for the lawbreaker, the judge didn't buy his argument. The detailed legal assessment of whether farting is indeed a protected form of expression. The judge argued that while farts and burps can cause social inappropriateness. They do not contain communicative content. And even if they did, there would still be a form of expression that transcends the boundaries of decency. So, so he, he basically said, you're like what both of you are saying, in context and the fact that you fucking dare fart in front of a cop. Like, yeah, I don't buy it. But, but, but. You're very good here. I mean, you must maybe you know the some Austrian cops or Austrian law here, uh, Goldie. But the judge did show sympathy for the man by reducing his fine from 500 euros to 100 euros, citing his financial situation and the fact that he had no criminal record. So he he did he go. did exactly that, man. That was, that's a good call, man. I try to be. I try to make. That was a good call, now. I'm aware of my heuristics. I'm aware of my heuristics. Let's say, and I try to make a balanced decision. Look at that! You're aware. <laughs> you're aware. You're right. So that, and I, I got, I got one. Go. I got one more here because I know Drico loves numbers too. So I, I wanted to. Uh, actually, I have, I have a couple more, but I, I, this one was especially to get in. Is that? Uh, and as you, you know, I, and I've made no bones about it. I, I do work uh, in retail, and I do have a, a connection to what goes on. On Amazon, I'm sure you guys are on Amazon, so people, everybody's on Amazon. Everybody knows what Amazon, but Amazon has um, is designing a new algorithm for. So as you know, the warehousing, there's a lot of there's a lot of things going on with Amazon warehouses, right? And mm-hmm. work schedules and how they schedule them and what's going on and maybe peeing in bottles and all this stuff. And you know, the, the unionization is one thing. I, I, I don't even go kind of go to that and whether they should be able to or shouldn't. I'm not going to, but they have these issues. So <clears throat> be 
Bezos uh, wrote a letter to the shareholders at Amazon, and he's about to step down as the CEO, but he still owns it, um, saying that Amazon's going to develop a new algorithm that will set a worker's schedule according to their muscle use. So wow. it's going to algorithm algorithmically shuffle workers around the warehouse based on which isolated muscle tendon groups they're going to be repetitively grinding. So if it's ultimate efficiency, it's, it's the ultimate micromanagement efficiency of a human being <laughs> of a human being. Well, the other, the other it, it thing there, it might help to avoid injury as well. If they're, well, uh, if they're been switched or that's the, that's the, I mean, no matter what that's, I mean, not, whether it does or doesn't, that's be that's going to be Bezos' claim. Of course, course you know this is going to help right. the worker you know what i mean he's actually yeah. this is going to help the worker sell it. yeah that's how it's yeah. sold but you know right. as uh, you know algorithms especially based on even talking about the things we spoke about before but algorithms i mean if it's if it's a biased data that goes in it's going to be biased data that comes out you know what i mean right. like like and amazon is well known for not giving they know how you the right what, how their algorithms are coming up. How they come up with right. their algorithms. They're not going to give you that proprietary information. What'd you say they're going? Like if yeah. they, I, I'm just saying that they're like they're going to obviously sell this as this is going to benefit the employee, but it's really derived from pure efficiency and productivity and greed. Like it's right. It's, it's, you know what I mean? But it, it, they're marketing it as sure. being for the people and to help Purely, the which it just yeah. is a side effect it's just a side effect do you know and that's what's happening <laughs> it's it's i know it's it's but you have to admire I mean, it, it, it it's it's, it's it's crazy isn't it that, that, that's where we're at like that's where we're at has this always been going on probably maybe but i mean that's where we're at is right. that, that he, there's now algorithms it's probably similar to, to the assembly line thing yeah like it's oh the yeah. They, yeah definitely the model t ford yeah that's exactly what it is. I I, I, I was speak, just talking about Amazon there, uh, Romo Clan. Sellers fee free personal training, says Betty Booth. Yeah, definitely. Um, but talking about Amazon, I, I watched or I actually listened to a podcast and then I subsequently watched the movie version of it, which wasn't as good as the podcast. And I know that's a new cool thing to say, but oh, it wasn't as good as the book. It's not as good as the podcast. Well, it never is. It never is in reality, but you sound like a ponce. <laughs> you do. You sound like a total dick when you yeah, say you it. Yeah, you sound like a dick when you say it. But it's all about the Silk Road, which is basically the Amazon of the dark web, where you can buy guns and drugs and you know get people assassinated and stuff like that. Um, and there's a, it just kind of. Are you aware of it? Have you listened to a podcast? I know I shared it with you there. I, no, I haven't gotten to it yet, but I definitely will because it, it sounds totally interesting. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I haven't done my homework to, either. Yeah, it's literally just about this guy who kind of always felt like he was going to do something in the world. And he, you know, when he was a kid, he tried to beat the rec world record for the Rubik's Cube. And then, you know, but not, he never stuck with anything because it was never the thing he really wanted to do. And then he, he had this idea. He was a libertarian. So he had this idea that people had the choice to do what they wanted. If people want to take heroin, they should give them the choice to take heroin. And it all amalgamated or culminated in him basically building a website and using Bitcoin, which why Bitcoin always had a, such a bad reputation with it because it was always known as what you use to buy guns and drugs. Uh, but he, he's the reason for that. Do you know what I mean? He set this up. He got like sold magic mushrooms on this Silk Road website 
and it turned into within a, like less than a year selling guns and drugs and all sorts of stuff and it's all about the FBI hunt and the CIA hunt and the DEA hunt and it's just it's an amazing story like but it's definitely worth worth a listen um, but he's basically the Bezos of the dark <laughs> same traits same personalities I think you know he could have been could have been a billionaire and now he's in prison right yeah, he's in prison now. He's not no chance of parole. I don't want to spoil the movie. Or the no, no, I mean, he it's, gets a, it's, it's a true. That's okay. It's a true, like it's, you know, right. It's a true story. So, but it's all about how that happened and the people that got involved and the things he did. It, it's just, it, it's an interesting story. The movie didn't quite pull it off, but definitely watch it after after you listen to the podcast. Yeah, it's good. It'll be. Uh, you're you're right. Yeah, see there, freedom of speech. That the there was a real road. In fact, uh, uh, there there's there's a lot of conversation today about about the Silk Road is, is so romanticized re, in reality that the, the, that the Chinese um, have, a, have a real uh, talk about efficiency, but they have a real romanticism for the old Silk Road and that, that route. Yeah. And they're talking about taking over ports now like, uh, like Italy and Italy to turn them into these same sort of trading post outlets. The way it works now, everybody flies to China uh, twice, three times a year to, to look at look at all the product they're going to buy and in the factories and how it's done, you know, that's what everybody does. Mm -hmm. And uh, now they're going to kind of bring China to, to Europe and to the rest of the world by these, these new silk road travel. So that the, the, the ships don't have to go so far and they can set up trader shops. So uh, the, the silk road was it's constantly, yeah, the silk road was, it was, you know, it's, it's still around even in, in reality, it's still around even with that. So yeah. uh, Dev, what was the name? It was the first road essentially to open. Yeah. To, to trade, work. do you yeah. know what I mean? What was yeah. what's you know, what's the so, name of that podcast? Uh, it's called Case File. Uh, you get it on Spotify or any of them. Case File, and uh, I can't remember what the episode is, but if you put in Case File and Silk Road, it's a three-part episode, uh, but definitely worth a listen. They have all other various different criminal cases on it as well, but I've just listened to that one for the moment. But, uh, uh, interesting. So, stuff. so the last thing I have. Uh, for us is that uh did you see that the scientists have actually have actually spliced embryos that are part human and part monkey so that so we've, we've now evolved from the monkey but now they're putting splicing embryos of these these two beings back together again and and, and having success like things are growing did you see that's going on this. Yeah. no so I, it could I, be I, like the brain of a human with the body of a monkey like the best well, well right now it's science, right but... now it's literally just it's literally it's a basic cellular level whatever right but like. but that's that's where you, where you're you you could take it how far how far are you going to take it right you know what i mean like how far are we going to take this <laughs> yeah region it could what, be what's a, the objective here? a this, full breakthrough in regenerative well a super a super army or you got a super army of like or if the you're, strongest humans <laughs> you know <laughs> But no, it is there. the purpose of this to actually help with fertilization. Do you know what I mean? And to, to combat the issues because I think um, the is, purpose uh, of this well, the purpose of this would be to help with uh I think it's more about organ donations and organ yeah. So now we have, we need, you know, it'll, if you can harvest this organ in this 
<laughs> hybrid, if you can harvest a human uh, liver in, in a monkey, like they did with the, yeah. the, the, sh- the sheep and the pigs that they were doing it with. But because the monkey is so much closer to human being, that if you could master this, then I think you the could, pig is, is used for other things as well, isn't it? Yeah, like they were t- talking about you could grow an ear and you could do things like that, right? Yeah. But yeah, now um, they're talking about doing this that's the that's the answer behind it, but 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 where can they take this? Is it the oh, super army? Yeah. Is this gonna be but, but this is the what's, what's that movie? This would be Mark Wahlberg, Planet of the, Planet of the Apes. Apes, Charlton Heston. Like it, it could be, yeah. This is Planet like, of the like, Apes we, type we, shit. We always kinda knew we always knew we might have to deal with aliens, we might have to deal with a pandemic. We might have to deal with zombies. Like we kind of accept that that might happen, as unlikely as it is. But never did in our wildest dreams did we ever think that Planet of the Apes could come true, and that, that we would make it true. Yeah. yeah, like not only did, not only would it become true, it would be from us screwing ourselves over. <laughs> well, you can see why because the, 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 it's saving lives, isn't it? So there's, you know, there's good behind it. We wanted to. Well, isn't that the beginning of the movie? Organs. The doctors. Right. The doctors but, yeah, all said this was great for humanity. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but the intent. You can see how the intentions are good, but how fucking badly it could go. Wrong. You're right. Uh, You're right. I know it's. Uh, I mean, it's crazy. That it's actually being done. Like this is actually the the, the, the this is you, you read about. It's the truth is stranger than fiction, right? The truth is absolutely stranger than fiction. On it, okay. it was. Uh, and maybe maybe we're 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 one of the lucky generations. Do you know what I mean? Maybe maybe we're the last act. Do you know, <laughs> like it's a, it, you know, but it's possible. Like you know, there's so many threats now with climate change. With we're building a fucking monkey army. <laughs> we're you know, like there's pandemics. There's threats of war, and you know, war, you know, it's just so. There's always something. We're on the verge. I do. I think this might actually verge. be a heuristic. I think I think you are overestimating the amount of threats today versus other time because they're so vivid and recent. Quite possible, quite possible, Drico. But that that is the that I am feeling that way for a reason, <laughs> You're right. and it's because of it's it's what I'm it's what I'm experiencing in my environment. <laughs> so I have I have a right to feel that way. Well, I'm making. And I think we're on the verge of an extinction. Extinction. I'm making event. a heuristic decision based on 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 us talking about ex, an extinction event. Is that uh, for the last hour and uh, and eight minutes, I had a great time, and I appreciate uh, both of you guys coming on. That was a lot of fun, and uh, it's good to sort of just throw some shit out there and and you know talk to each other and and thank you, Aiden, for joining in, Goldie. Uh, thank you very much for joining in. When's the next? Oh, got got a plug for the next uh, Midnight in Baghdad. Yes. 17th of May, you'll see us back on the 17th of May, midnight in Baghdad. If you want to listen to our last show, uh, just oh, that's still up, is it? You're a brave <laughs> man, Goldie. Ah, sure, listen. Ah, sure, sure, listen. listen. <laughs> It'll be grand, <laughs> Goldie. Thanks a million for uh, for coming out, Drico. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, really appreciate you taking the time and, and doing this. And uh, uh, I had a lot of fun. Hope you guys did too. Take yeah, care. I had a lot of fun. Thanks for having that's me. Romo hit the lotto. We're out of here. Thanks to me for listening. Thanks for coming in.
dollars gonna buy back in, bitch, I hope I win. Wow, $3,000. Still gotta hit the lotto. 